Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four different types of freedom. Time, financial, location, health freedom. And in that light, I'm always looking for entrepreneurs, people doing things on uh, the cutting edge and interested in getting them on the show, having fantastic conversations and sharing it with the world. So today we have uh, Jesse Fisco, and he's actually got a interesting story. He's created and ran multiple seven-figure companies, um, raising capital, angel investing. So, um, you know, he's got a very inspiring story. He's on YouTube. We're we're talking all about um, alignment, achieving excellence, um, and success. So today, I'll bring Jesse on the show and let him introduce himself. So Jesse, welcome. Hey, thank you so much, Christopher. I appreciate uh, the invite, and I'm excited to to be speaking today. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, we had met through Podmatch, and um, I know that um, you have a very interesting story. So tell everybody about your background, then we'll get um, started. Yeah. So my entrepreneurial journey started about seven years ago um, when I started buying my own houses for investments. Over time, like it's almost like it was a calling, right? And um, people started asking us, well, can you help us buy investments? So naturally, the progression of, you know, being resourceful, I guess, kind of led us to the next, like, all right, let's start our real estate business. And throughout that, we found, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of success. We have a company here in Utah. We have a company out in Nashville. that's all focused on real estate and the progression of real estate is kind of, um, you know, led us to some of these other businesses. And, you know, it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I realized, like, even though I was running all these businesses and making great money, like internally, I was not happy. Um, and so that led me to starting to go find more of my purpose um, and what truly excellence meant for me. And when I found that, lo and behold, Emerge Coaching, um, our business coaching program was released because I found naturally, like I had all the secrets and all the things that, you know, you be on amazing inner circle calls with like high level individuals. But at the end of the day, like you've got to be happy inside. And and I found that that was a common theme with entrepreneurs is they work, 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 but then they never treat themselves and reward themselves for the hard work they're putting in. So that's, you know, that's my message. Um, and I'm excited to to go a little bit deeper in what that means for everyone on a different level today. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because uh, one thing, I, one thing talking about um, um, that I you know, in talking to you, you said you found the moment in your career, you noticed very unhappy, but, uh, you know, it sounds like, it sounds like uh, you know, I, I, I actually experienced this too, you know, I, I had all the check boxes, you know, 
all of this and uh, just still unhappy. So tell us about that and um, how you've been able to align yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the turning point for me is um, like, I was looking for external environment things. Like we went and bought a McLaren as like a, yeah, this is my arrival moment. And the minute I bought that car, it was never really the car I wanted. It was just kind of like to feed an external environment where I wanted a lot of praise and a lot of accolades. Um, and it really hit me different one day when I realized that that car never really brought any happiness and it wasn't serving its purpose. Like what I thought it was. Um, Anyways, long story short, we ended up selling the car and actually going and getting something that I truly wanted, which then elevated me and put me into a different trajectory, into a different level of confidence. And what I found was, is that I lacked an external, like, or I lacked an internal map of what I truly wanted, what made me happy. And because I lacked that, I was provide, I was relying on social media I was relying on the external world, in essence, to tell me what would make me happy. And I found myself buying things because I had the money. I worked hard, but I found myself then, you know, not being happy with the things I had. And I found myself the heaviest I'd ever been health-wise, you know, some serious chronic back pain. I found myself really just not happy with like my relationship with my wife and my kids as well. Like it affected all aspects of my life. And ironically, even though I had all these things, there was still this idea of scarcity that kept popping up like, oh man, what if you lost it all? You're not that good. And like some of these limiting beliefs that ultimately like led me to just go on an, a, a journey and search and find like, what is the cause of this? Why do I feel this way? And uh, as I started to understand more, I found that a few things, number one, we have seven different energy elements. Um, and we put all of our energy into three of the seven. And that is our love, either for ourselves, our love life, whatever the case. Um, we exert a lot of energy trying to feel love in some way, shape, or form. Number two is the providing of needs. Our house, our food, our cars, all that stuff. We put a lot of time in what is it that we need. <laughs> and then the final one is just like the idea of a past circumstance or something that we just can't let go. Maybe there was some emotional trauma. Maybe a divorce has really messed with some, you know, maybe you lost it all in 2008, 09, and you've never really been able to mentally recover from that. We focus all this energy in those three things, but the other aspects that we don't focus the energy because there's no time is a health energy. Like we start to feel sick and get chronic autoimmune disorders, things that no one can tell us what's wrong, but we're just sick. And that's, you know, our body telling us like we're out of line. And then our intuition, like we start finding ourselves making terrible decisions because we're living a, a scarcity mindset. There's never been a business owner out of scarcity that's made a good decision. Um, and so our intuition goes away and then our creativity goes away as well. And then the other one is just overall awareness, like our awareness of our life. Um, and some people may say that that aligns very similar to like the seven energy chakras, um, if you're familiar with that. And it does very well. But main main thing is like those three is where we put all of our focus and energy that the other four, our intuition, our creativity, our health, 
those things are getting neglected. And those four things are the key to unlocking more success in business and life and relationships. And we're, we're underutilizing it because we're swallowed up in all this other stuff. Oh, that's, that's fascinating. I like that idea. So, um, and then, so one thing that you talk about is, um, so uh, with, especially with entrepreneurs, they say, uh, especially this, they a lot of um, my clients, they talk about this arrival fallacy, you know, like checkbox, you know, great, all of this stuff, but uh, they feel like, that's not where they want to be yet or, you know, always on the hamster wheel plateau. Tell us more about that. Yeah. In fact, I love this. I created this co- uh, like idea and it was in a meditation. I was just really trying to flush the brain and I was thinking about the sense of arrival. And when you hit the, I have arrived, when you hit arrival, whatever that is in your mind, instantly is when survival kicks in plain mm-hmm. and simple because you plateau, you've capped at that point. So now you're in a survival mode of keeping it up and you start to actually find yourself going backwards and all the things you were running away from in the beginning are starting to come up and it's a, it's a spiral motion going downward. And the thing is, is have you really arrived? I mean, is there more that you feel that you could give? And the thing is, is most people don't understand that it's because they've, they don't know what the next thing they're working towards, right? We start our business. We have this goal. Most people, if you ask them how much money, they say, I have a goal to make a million dollars by the time I'm 30. Well, a million dollars is irrelevant anyways, because a million dollars is what your parents taught you was a lot of money back in the nineties. Now a million dollars can't even buy you the house you want. Right. And that's the thing is like, they'll tell you a million dollars because they're programmed that that's a lot of money. And then they get to a million bucks and that's it. And then they realize, and they're disappointed. Like, oh, I don't actually have the things I want. And man, I worked all this energy, all this effort, and I still don't have what I want. And then they get frustrated with themselves. Hmm. And uh, it's, it's interesting. And the reason why is because they just don't know the next step. Like, okay, great. Your goal is a million dollars. That's what's motivating the heck out of you. Okay. After you hit that million dollars, what's the next thing you're going to work for in the five-year goal? Like, what is it? Is it a nice car? Is it a nice house? Is it a relationship with a spouse? Like, what is it that you're working towards? And most people, if you ask them what they want, they'll go and tell you all the things they don't want first. And it's like, I didn't ask you that question. (laughs) I asked you what you want. And they can't tell you. And that's what we do here at Emerge Coaching is help people realign and say, this is what I want. This is what I'm working towards. And we help them design it over a 90-year plan. So they know what the next thing is they're chasing. They don't have to worry about stopping and plateauing or feeling like they've arrived. Yeah. And what's this, uh, this, this interesting thing is, uh, what, you know, what you describe this next step, what, what is that next step or how, what does it feel like mentally, physically, emotionally? Yeah. I mean, there, there's always these little, like throughout our coaching program that we, we discuss here, like we'll say example, all right, it's a nice car, something very motivating for you. And you want that within the next year. Okay. That's what you're working towards. Okay. Now what about year two? What about year three? And what are these things that maybe you're on your radar? If you're starting a new business, okay. Your first year of business, if you're doing well, you can buy a car. Second year of business, you need two years of income taxes to purchase a house unless you want to be ultra creative, right? So maybe the house comes in year three. Maybe that's the next thing you're working towards, but we align certain items down to the month, down to the day, depending on what it is the client wants to do. The more specific, the better. 
And then that's that next motivation. So now they go, they look at their timeline and say, oh, hey, it's, you know, November. I know in November on the 23rd, I'm going on a very nice vacation to Disneyland. And it's because I've earned it and worked towards that. Move to the next. And then, you know, it's it's like you're living a life with a plan. You can't get to a destination without the, the map. And most of us are trying to do it based off of what we've experienced in the past. But the funny part is, is the past is what's gotten you up to this point. And so it goes back down to Einstein's theory of like definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over. You're making the same decisions and you're living a predictable future because you're living in the past based off those past moments. You're not thinking bigger. Yeah. And uh, it's an interesting idea, but we see a lot of people come through and go, holy crap, that makes all the sense in the world. And then things start to unlock relationships, awareness, like more gratitude, all the things that all these gurus tell you to have, like your affirmations. Well, no, they come naturally because you're hitting your goals and you're winning. And that's what's really cool about, you know, what we offer here. Yeah, it's quite interesting. I, I was re- I was listening to a podcast and then they said like most entrepreneurs, um, not all, but, you know, typically, you know, we felt unheard or excluded, you know, marginalized. And then so we spend our lives like running away from this, trying to prove ourselves and it's really this negative energy, you know, we're trying to accumulate. And then uh, what's interesting is uh, the guess he's, he's like, you know, once you arrive, then you have to change it into something that you're moving towards, like, you know, love or helping other people. Um, because if you're always running away from something, then, it's, then it sounds like what you're describing is, you know, self-sabotage and falling back into yeah. old habits. But, um, yeah. And I mean, whether you're religious or not, the Bible, like second greatest commandment to love your neighbor. But how can you love your neighbor if you don't love yourself? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so if you don't love yourself and you focus your entire life on like serving other people, they're not going to truly feel the love that you have inside that you could give them. And so that's where I, I like love comes from fulfilling your goals and achieving the things you want. And love for yourself comes from proving that you can do things that most people can't and, or that you didn't think you could do. It doesn't matter what other people think. It comes back down to like what you think. I mean, an example would be is something as simple as jumping in an ice bath, right? If I told you to go jump in a a lake that's just covered in ice, naturally the body goes, heck no, dude, that's insane. Like that's cold. I don't want it. Right. But what happens when you actually jump in? And your body then kicks in and you start to hyperventilate and you get nervous. At that point, in that moment, you have a choice. I can get out and I can quit or I can figure out how to breathe through it. And if you breathe through it, when you jump out of that ice bath, you feel differently. And that's the thing that really is what we are all searching for. You walk out, you feel more confident because you did something that you didn't think you could do. And that's what you should be working towards is, hey, the next thing on my list a nice, like super mega yacht. That's what I want. Go work towards it. Open up the resources and think about it and try to be grateful for that opportunity and that journey. And before you know it, that yacht may actually end up on your plate. And then you're sitting there going, holy crap, I did this. Now the next step, like what's the next thing I want to prove myself? And it becomes a relationship with yourself and with your body, as opposed to the external environment and what everyone else is thinking. Because I can guarantee like the things that make you happy and the things that make me happy are probably similar in nature on some areas, but totally different in others. And that's the thing is like, it doesn't matter what I think makes me happy. It matters what you Christopher makes you happy. And that's, you know, the purpose of life. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's been it's been actually a very interesting discussion because we're you know we're talking about trauma and you know how we manifest and uh, overcoming it and um and then so we're getting to the end of the conversation. I know a lot of people are interested in following you. I know you're on social media. I know you talked about your uh, your coaching program as well. Uh, tell others yeah. how they can get in contact with you and, and work with you. Yeah, for now, we're we're inviting everyone to go follow me on Instagram at Mr. Utah Real Estate. Um, we're in the process of, in the past, I've been taking on coaches or clients privately, one-on-one. Um, -on -one. And now I'm noticing that there's a bigger need for more video so I can allow myself to be available at more times. And so our 12 week video course that we're launching here will be most likely launched here by the end of the month. Um, and that more information will be on that. So if you're following me on Instagram, you'll be able to see that information pop up pretty quickly. Yeah. And for all the uh, listeners out there, be sure to check out Jesse's resources. They'll be in the links and show notes. Um, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's been a great conversation and we look forward to hearing about your future success. Hey, thank you so much, Christopher. Have a wonderful day. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.